0: this is a That's a Good Question podcast. I'm your host, Corbin Landers. Got any good questions? Make sure you hit us up on Twitter at That's a Good QPC. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe so you can let your voice be heard. This episode is brought to you by One Audio with over 10 years of audio production experience one audio creates a high quality sound at an affordable price a sound that you enjoy all day every day be sure to head over to www.oneaudio.com to check out the best selections of wireless headphones studio equipment and much much more one audio the power of music now back to the podcast Going on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of That's a Good Question. I'm your host, Corbin Landers, and today I got another special guest with us. My brother from another mother, my boy E.T. What's happening with you, dog? Corb knows. What's going on, bro? You ain't nothing, ain't nothing to it but to do it, man. You know how it is. Yes, sir. Time and time again. Once again. Yes, sir. We at it again.
1: Man. I we got a show going, so I figured I'd, you know,
0: see what's happening.
1: Man, hey, listen, man, this it's a good to
0: have you on board, man. I know you as a part of the original, you know, the vision, the foundation. So, man, it's only right that you know you jump on board with this thing. So, man, I appreciate having you on board with us today, bro. Always, bro. You know, I support. I came
1: up with the with the name, so I just I just figured I'd bless the viewers with that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> man, listen, I ain't gonna
0: I ain't gonna sit out here, you know what I mean, I ain't gonna lie to the people, ladies and gentlemen. This was the original you know what I mean? Where we got the inspiration from with the name and everything like that. Yes, you know sir. what I mean? So, I, yeah, you know, I can't even front about that. So, if, for those of you that were wondering, this is where we got the name for the show. So, respect where respect is due. I appreciate that. <laughs> you already know, man. You already know, man. But, hey, how's life treating you, man? What's going on? I know we're living in a funky old time. You know, hopefully you're staying safe and healthy out there.
1: Yeah, man. You know how it is. Just focus, bro.
0: You got to stay focused in times like these. Man, most definitely, man. I um, just trying to be, trying to do the best I can, man. We um, since we've been shut down for almost a month now, you know, this has been g- giving me a plenty of time to, you know, get a lot of episodes out there, speak to a different people, speak to a lot of different people, and you know, just keep the train rolling, man. So it's been good. Right. Yeah. <sighs> and but nah i definitely miss you know being out on the court, being around our guys and you know just being being back to normal i mean let's just put it that way you know what i mean but that's you know we we'll, we're, we're going to get there we're going to get there as long as everybody you know does what they need to do and you know just keep keep keeping each other safe and, and that's that's pretty much it man it's not not too much to it Right, follow protocol you know a lot of yeah, people man. have a hard time with that one so right Right, Wash your so. hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. You know what I'm saying? Wear a mask. Mask up. And, you know, just keep your distance, man. I know it's hard. It's it's, it's something that we're not used to. But, you know, it's something we got to do. You know, just right, make... It was, just... Most
1: of these people are dirty, bro. Okay? They don't want
0: to... <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to admit
1: to it. Okay? But that's reality in
0: 2021. I know. I know, man. Hey. But, you know, we both... You know, just like everybody else, we're huge sports fans, huge basketball fans. Absolutely. You know, right now, you know, we're able to, you know, live at a time where, you know, it's not a lot of fans allowed in the in the in games or anything like that, but we're still able to watch, you know, a few of our favorite players play, you know, watch our teams do their thing. So for the record, ladies and gentlemen, you know, my boy right here, you know what I mean, he he, he knows a lot about the game. You know, he 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 enjoys it things like that. He's all over the place, but, you know, we'll get into that Okay, bit. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm a just...
1: Pacers fan who's the LeBron fan, too. Let's just put that on record right now before we get hey. into it.
0: Hey, man, listen, ju- and just for you, bro, I would let the whole world know exactly where I'm coming from. Yeah. <laughs> okay? I'll let, the whole no- I'll let the whole world know exactly where I'm coming from. All right? It's
1: okay. You can appreciate greatness, you know what I mean? Because I'm a Lakers mm-hmm. fan. I just got to put that on wax, you know? Cause right now it's a it's a great time to be, but six years ago, hell, three years ago, it was uh, a whole lot different,
0: you know. Sure was, you know. what I mean, you know, the late great Kobe Bryant was still blessing us, All right, being be, on this earth, yes, sir. And you know, man, actually, you know what? Cause I know that we had a few, you know, a few discussions, a few topics to talk about, but I feel like, you know bringing up Kobe, I feel like that's a good segue into you know, our first question. So, you know, we both realize and recognize greatness and, you know, especially Kobe Bryant was one of them, man. So, you know, I, just hear from you, man. I, talk about, you know, how much he meant not just to you, but, you know, to Laker fans, basketball fans worldwide and just, you know, who he was as a person. Right.
1: Yeah, bro. I mean, Kobe was just a different animal. You know what I mean? Because once you hit that level of of – top tier athlete you can get comfy. You know what I mean? Or you just mm-hmm. you just let your talent or you, you just ride off your talent or you don't have to, you know, put in the same work ethic. But man, just story after story, man, of people giving their uh, testimony on his work ethic, bro. That's what really stands mm-hmm. out to me is cause I heard um D Wade, man, was talking about How I think it was like the Olympic, 08 Olympics or something like that. It was the one when they were coming back from um, the loss in the previous Olympics. And he said him and LeBron stayed up till like 1230, 1 a.m. The whole team did, right, from workouts Mm -hmm. or whatever. They came in or they said, okay, we're going to wake up and get some breakfast early in the morning just to start the day off right. They come into the breakfast. Uh, hotel, like the place where they um they eat or whatever, and they see. He said Kobe was already sitting down, with two ice packs on his legs.
0: (laughs) Everybody's looking at him confused, man. Like Like, what?
1: He said, you know what's going on. He's like, you know, I just I just got my first workout. Mind you, this is five in the morning. This (laughs) man has already gotten in his first ninety minute workout, and he said, yeah, I'm about to do another one right after this. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, man it was different
1: right like d Wade, who's three-time champion you know going down as a hall of famer said that after that he had to step his game up he had to look in the mirror after that so if you make hall of famers
0: look in the mirror bro you got to be a different breed man i'm telling you and and you know i wasn't the you know the biggest kobe bryant fan i you know i definitely enjoy watching him i like to study him you know and, and you touch on his work ethic things like that but you know to not have him here, man, it, it still doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? Like, it it, it it, still, it's almost been a whole year since that tragic day, you know, took place, man. And, you know, it's just a terrible way to, to go out. You know what I'm saying? And right. I don't know. And, Especially with his daughter, too. You got to think and, of that. You know. you know, I can only think about his wife and, you know, his three other daughters, you know, still trying to, you know, get through that. And I know they've had a lot of support you know, over this last year, but, you know, I still can't, I still can't imagine what they're going through. But, uh, yeah. no, nah, man, Kobe was one of, you know, for those of you that don't understand how great this man was, this man was a true artist and not, ju- not just in a basketball sense, but from a mentality standpoint, from a creative standpoint, this dude was always trying to find ways to a, be better than you to win <laughs> and be always, you know, to, let that be contagious and let other people know, okay, if you want to be great at something, this is, this is what needs to be done. This is how you need to go about things to make that things, to make that happen. Right. You know, he was just, he was just the perfect example of, you know, hard work, dedication, consistency, you know, everything that came with it, man. And, you know, it's something that I I truly miss. And, you know, that day, January 26th, 2020, man, that day was like one of those seismic, where were you when you heard the news,
1: you know, yeah. type of moments
0: worldwide. You know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, I, I, and I've been on the record of letting people know that I was on the way with a loved one of mine and she got the alert on her phone and and I'm thinking, okay, this is, you know, I'm not even thinking anywhere remotely of, you know, what, what eventually what we found out and I almost got in a car accident because I snatched the phone out of her hand, you know, just out of pure disbelief. And Mm -hmm. the next thing I know, I look up and then I just got to slam on my brakes because I just couldn't believe, you know, it was TMZ that first, you know, broke the news. You know, TMZ was the first one to report it. And I turned around in the nearest parking lot, went home, turned turned on the news, and there it was, man, right before my eyes. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, man. Surreal. It was, it's tough. It was tough. And, you know, Kobe had a lot of life in him and we were both, man. And the, the thing is we were both determined to sit down and have a conversation with this man, no matter how short, how long we were determined to meet this man. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's unfortunate that we're going to have to wait just a little, little longer, but we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah, man. man I mean,
1: it's tough. It's heavy, but I, yeah, bro. It's, I, you know what's so cool about it too? Like in the sense of, who he was as a person is is not even just like a if you were in South Carolina or if you were in America, you know what I mean, like everybody all over the world was you can appreciate the game and not have to know like you don't everybody in the world can appreciate the game, you know what I mean? So everybody right. was touched by that, you know what I mean? Cuz that's special, bro, when you can have people who who don't speak your language or who don't even know where you come from, are brought to tears. You know what I mean, just because mm. of your what you were able to to inspire while you were here.
0: So, man, you're absolutely right. And you know, it it, it seemed fitting. You know, going because at that time, you know, the NBA they still were able. You know, the 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 coronavirus hadn't hit America. It was definitely out, but it has that first wave hadn't hit us uh the u s yeah yeah, it was right before so yeah. you know, it was right before that, and um you know still still uh fans that were able to be in attendance in games, and you know, I remember the first game back and and that's how you know it was crazy because the Lakers were scheduled to play the Clippers, and I can't remember the date it was a few days after that, and they postponed the game just out of respect, and that's how you know, and I'm pretty sure any franchise would have done that but you know just the significance of that you know that really let people know like you know we we are really hurt you know the Lakers organization really took a took one to the chin just like everybody else right man and you know the NBA paused temporarily and it really seemed fitting for them to come out on top this year as the 2020 NBA champions so yeah um I, I you know it's just crazy sure. man, it, it there you go it definitely is man but Kobe, we miss you. We love you. Rest in peace, my brother. Rest in
1: power. Yes, sir. Yeah, bro. You know what's <laughs> even crazier, too, is, is the way he did it. I mean, his last two championships, you know what I mean, Where nowadays, if you want to kind of get into what's going on now, is everybody's wanting to team up. But he did it strictly. I mean, he had Powell, you know, and he had other role players, but there was no mm-hmm. other all-stars on his roster. And he was, right. you know, he wasn't afraid of that challenge. Like, he took it on which is really unique yeah. nowadays, you know, I mean, there's a lot of exactly. great players who do what they do, but nowadays it's just a
0: trend to all team up and see what happens. Man, so, you know, it's, it's, it's funny you touch on that because I was on the record. Cause we all know, you know, that James Harden, you know, eventually got his wish and is now at Brooklyn net, yep. you know, we're going to touch on that here just a little bit, but you're absolutely right, man. Like that, that, the spirit of competition that, you know, after that, after the 2009 and 2010 NBA championship, the spirit of competition seemed to kind of take a, taking a turn a little bit, you know, because after that you had, you know, LeBron in Miami, then you had KD joining the Warriors. And then now this, you know, you have a lot of guys that are trying to mesh their talent so that they, so that they can win, you know, it's just different. And I, and when you're making millions of dollars and you have that type of leverage, you know, I can't tell you what to do. You know, we're just fans of the game but you can definitely tell that there's been a shift in, you know, the spirit of competition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's great for TV and it's amazing to see that level of talent just on the same roster, but, you know, it's kind of almost, I don't want to say against the spirit of the game. Cause I want, you know, they can, like you said, they can do what they do and leverage what they want, but it's definitely, you know, you, I feel like you get more props from the people if you do it a more organic way or, and that's not to to take anything away from them, but yeah, man, just, you know, certain guys were built different.
0: Yeah. And, you know, now we're here, but, you know, we're going to see it's definitely got interesting, you know, especially in the last 24 hours. So, you know, yeah. the Brooklyn Nets kind of, trying to kind of shifting into that, the Brooklyn Nets went from being, a contender to my opinion the contender to win an NBA championship so my question to you is my brother who is the threat in the east for Brooklyn to come out of the east and eventually face who I think they'll meet in the finals the Lakers right. but who do you think is the biggest threat to the Brooklyn Nets in the east well, you gotta give Boston their
1: props because you know they've uh, established a great young core they play a beautiful game to be honest you know Compared to some of these rosters, Philly is looking good too. They got Doc Rivers and they got Ben and Joel. I know you're not a big Joel fan, but they don't they got a too, there. You know what I mean? But um, <laughs> yeah, I would put Philly <laughs> in there. I mean, Miami just did it, so I'm not gonna count them out. But I don't know how far they would get versus those three. But at the same time, man, it's gonna be interesting to see how they mesh. That's the most you know like that's where my curiosity comes from it's like how are they gonna make that a team you know what I mean because and they said this on um you know I heard somebody say like yeah they got three prolific scorers but I mean on paper bro their defense is (laughs) they just got worse because they traded away their best defensive asset Jared Allen you know who was underrated in my my opinion because you need guys like that on the roster you know what I mean it's not just going to be scoring like you can outscore some people but out of I mean KD is a great defender Kyrie is undersized we know how James Harden plays defense (laughs) so who is going to be (laughs) be that guy for them
0: exactly because you know Antoine Prince who wasn't he wasn't an elite perimeter defender but he could definitely do what he needed to do and now you're just leaving a you know you're just giving all your chips to winning in winning all ball games on the offensive yeah. end, which is tough, I'm not saying it's impossible, but you're right. You know, you hit it just, just how it, how it needs to be said. Their weakness on paper seems to be how they can, how they'll be able to guard. So it's going to be interesting to see, man. And I, I, I believe, you know, regardless, they'll still have, this is their best chance to get it done. But like I said, man, it's going to be interesting. Um, I believe the biggest threat for them to come out of the East will be Boston yeah. because we're starting to see the rise of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and just the whole Celtics crew. You know what I'm saying? It's not just them two because they have Brad Stevens, who in my opinion is the best in-game adjuster that we've seen in a long time. And, you know, his ability to help these guys understand how to play defense and win games on the defensive end and let them do their thing offensively. You know, it can pose it, it poses a lot of problems, but you still have to go through the top two, the top two prolific scores in our game right now, plus Kyrie Irving And Kyrie Irvin, that's a whole nother subject. I honestly man, I don't know what he's going through right now. But I, <laughs> listen, you know <laughs> listen, Kyrie Irvin, ladies and gentlemen, his heart's in the right place. Okay. You know, I mean he's been he's been philanthropic, you know, he's you know <laughs> you know, he's doing what he needs to do. But, bro, you and I both know if we wake up five minutes before we're supposed to report the work and we'd be like, you know what? I just don't feel like it today. I'm just going to stay <laughs> home. Yeah, you can expect <laughs> you can expect to be like, you know what? We appreciate your time, service and effort. Thank you so much for all your time. But we got to move right. forward. I mean, that's just how business works. You know what I mean? So, I don't understand his end game here. I mean, what what do you think? Like, what, like, why do you think he's doing what he's doing? I don't know.
1: I mean, there's a lot of speculation on what he's – his personal issues or, you know, what he had said to the Nets. You know, a lot of people say that, you know, Steve Nash had no idea. He's the head coach. He has no idea. So, he must have gone to – and the GM said, you know, he didn't even go into detail about what his personal issue was. He sounded like he didn't know either. So – Yeah, I mean, like you said, bro, anybody else who does that, you get fired on the spot. But, I mean, he's a prolific scorer. It's just really more or less interesting, like, was that part of me thinks maybe he did that to leverage getting, like, the push to get James on the team, or you know, because now that he's up in the air, I mean, it sounds like he's, you know, he's scheduled to come back by this weekend if he he, um, tests negative for, for the COVID, but. Yeah, it sounds like he he's all of a sudden coming back just because they got James. But it sounds like the Nets, yeah. you know, kind of did that just to make sure they would keep KD from going to a different team. Because you know you can't you can't depend on this guy. I mean, as great as Kyrie is, you know, he's one of my favorite players to be honest with you. But he left Cleveland in a in a way that nobody really understood. You know what I mean? Because they we're about to go to another finals. And he said, nah, I want to do it my way. So they give him his own mm-hmm. team in Boston. That doesn't work out for whatever reason. You know what I mean? And so it's, he just seems like somebody you can't please for for
0: whatever reason. Yeah. And it's just, you're right. And that's an interesting way to put it. You know, there could have been some type of things going on underneath the table to get James Harden. You know, I'm not, I'm we're, that's not our job to speculate. You know what I'm saying? We're just talking about it. But, um, hey like i said it is just something going on that they're not letting the world know you know and honestly that's their business you know what i mean we just as basketball fans we just want to see them hoop at the end of the day that's it you know what i mean and like we we saw Kyrie i don't know if you saw that he was um on a zoom call with a new york district district attorney or some type of congress official congressional right. figure something right like right at tip off um a few nights ago And you know, and like he has his reasons. Now, now let's let's set the record straight. Kyrie Irving has been has been extremely charitable when it comes to social injustice, social reform. You know, dealing with this pandemic. You know, he's definitely done the right things and has the means and the resources to make all that happen. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm. We're not, we're not faulting him for that. But it's just like you know, we just, we got, we just, we're, we're trying to understand this. I'm not gonna say new version of Kyrie, but He's definitely coming into himself, which is kind of, you know, making people I'm not I'm not going to say uncomfortable, but it's kind of making them just raise an eyebrow a little bit because, you know, I'm trying to we're we're, we're trying to understand exactly who he is because we just can't seem to get a grip on it. You know, what yeah, I mean? especially when you're he I mean,
1: at this point, he has gotten everything that he has requested since leaving LeBron, you know, he wanted his own team. Then he wanted to play with K D, well that's happened, you know, and it doesn't it doesn't feel right that he wouldn't be a I mean, you know, like you said, off the court he has been an upstanding citizen, but at the same time it's like, you know, you are who you are and you are where you are in life because of how you play on the court and that should be your priority. Not to say those other things don't matter, they definitely do, but if you you know, if you're not going to play basketball, then let them know. You know what I mean? So it's just like, where are you when it comes to that? All
0: right. And, yeah, I'm telling you, and I've been on the record saying this. Now that they have, you know, all the pieces that they wanted, not needed, but what they wanted, they have this year and next season, this season and next season to get it done. You know, and this, the reason why – I'm not going to put a lot of pressure on them to win the finals this year. It's because they haven't had a training camp. We're still dealing with this pandemic. So, you know, we may see less games moving True. forward. But once we get this thing under control, next season is where it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, if they do win it this year, they go all the way this year, okay, mm-hmm. clap my hands, tip my hat off, because I'm not going to get overexcited. It's because that's what you were supposed to do. That's the reason why this. That's what. That's the reason why this deal went down. But next season, if they don't get it done this season, next season is where all the attention is going to be. It's because you know I just don't believe if you throw them in like in a two-man action or three-man action, good luck guarding that. But what happens when okay when they're not on the floor if they can stay healthy, right. you know what I mean if they can guard, you know all this stuff like that. Because you're right, Jared Allen was the anchor of their defense. I mean you have. DeAndre Jordan, you know, who's an NBA vet, he can still move and still block shots to protect the rim, but not at the level of Jared Allen, because he was on the rise, in my opinion, for defensive yeah. player of the year. You know, he was he was coming up, and he was definitely turning himself and holding the paint down. But you know, the NBA is a cold business, so you know, sometimes you got to just roll with the punches. And you know, the, the it also affected so many different guys. You know, you you shop Karis Levert. <laughs> you know, what I mean, you 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 get rid of Oladipo going. You know to Houston, which I don't think he'll even play in a jersey, but still, no, nah, I don't That's funny that you brought that guards. up
1: because I'm looking at it like when it came to the, like the 14 trade or whatever, like, yeah, obviously the Nets got James Harden, but looking at the, at the, at the lineup, I'm thinking Houston, Houston is nothing to play with either, man. If you have all exactly. wall and a healthy DeMarcus cousins, along with PJ Tucker who they got Covington as well. They got a few other role players on that team, but they are nothing to play with either. So really I'm thinking in my head, like why did Indiana? Yeah. They, I heard that they wanted to make some sort of move because he wasn't happy, but who did they get back? Who did Indiana get? They got a couple picks and like, and so it's like, what are you, I Mm -hmm. mean, you know, hopefully he he shines, but what what was the end game?
0: So I, I will say this. I will say this uh, because Victor Oladipo, he was not going to say struggling, but you know, he kind of has hit a little bit of a plateau in terms of his performance. And plus Karis Levert is ascending, you know, in terms of production, what he can do defensively and offensively. So am I happy with this deal? Yes. Am I sad to see Victor Oladipo go? Absolutely. But at least, us as Pacers fans can still feel comfortable, you know, giving up and and receiving, you know, somebody of equal. See, value. that's the thing, though. You, you know what I you, mean? You're banking on Levert
1: becoming that player because Oladipo, if he didn't get injured, would probably be, you know, right in that conversation for mm-hmm. best, um, you know. In the East, when it comes to his the most improved, his position, I mean, he's right there. Well, now that they, you know, obviously they got all those other weapons, they just traded over there. But before all that, I mean, you know, he was an all-star. He's like, well, he gets 20 plus points a game, gives you solid defense. Like, he kind of reminds me of a, not necessarily his game, but his position, like, similar to how Bradley Beal is kind of underrated but he can still give you 60, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's nothing to sleep <laughs> on.
0: Man. Hey, but just kind of real quick, because Houston doesn't – Robert Covington is actually playing at Portland okay. So I don't know if you know the kid, Christian Wood. So Christian Wood um, – I, I, I got to go back to it. I believe that he um, – you know, this, let's just go ahead and look at the – the career analysis, the career statistics real quick, because right now he has been unlocked.
1: Yeah, he's been balling as well. Um,
0: so, not, you know, it's it's good, because here's, here's what I was on the record saying. My, uh, one of my close relatives, he's my boy, um, mentioned how what James Harden, uh, like, you know, his frustration and how he was dealing with it was similar to Kobe wanting a trade uh, when he had Smush Parker and Luke Walton and and Sasha Chicks and all those you know all the, they were in the league. So I can't. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, you're right, but I'm, I'm I'm saying like yeah, the Houston Rockets are four and six right now. Three and six before last night, but they had. been you touched on that. They had a squad, man. Like you had a healthy John Wall. You had a 90 percent DeMarcus Cousins who. For those who don't understand, a 90% of Marcus Cousins is better than right. most big men in the league. You know what I'm saying? And you had a whole crew who wanted to figure things out and eventually turn that corner. Plus, a new head coach who has who has paid his dues and earned the right to be called an NBA head coach and Steven Silas. But it, it's just, man, I was I, I just didn't I just didn't appreciate you know the disrespect. And I and I understand it's a business, and you know, he's been there for eight years been to conference finals and league MVPs and you know he he gave it all. So I can't discredit him for that. But I was trying to I was trying to say that there's no parallels between that because Kobe had they had to buy Smush Parker and those boys. And Kobe had to average thirty five a game just to make it to the Yeah, that's first a round. way different
1: you know what I'm saying a way you know like that that roster is damn near trash but what they got in Houston right now, you know, it's more or less where he just wants his way. You know what I mean? Which is understandable. Like you said, he's put in mm-hmm. eight years there and they've gotten destroyed by the by the Warriors for however many years. And now the Lakers are up. So he feels like, you know, that that time has passed, which it probably has, to be honest. But like you said, they've got some good pieces. And let's be real. It's very difficult to make a championship team, especially when it comes to the chemistry. And so when you throw those three big personalities in there, obviously everyone's thinking what's going to happen. But to me, it's just more or less like you have to think on a basketball level, like who are you going to be able to gel with? And I felt like him and John Wall would have been a really good duo, especially with the fact that they had a big man as well and they had a roster. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, what does he want? You know what I mean? Like, That's what I'm saying. does he see that That's he is saying. not the number one option? Or is he saying that he's better than Kevin Durant because he's going to be the second option in Brooklyn? Let's be honest. And both of those two players, my, yeah. I heard, man, Charles Barkley was roasting them, man. He said they went from the Splash Brothers to the Dribble Brothers, bro. <laughs> because it is two ball dominant guards who, like, how is it? You know what I mean? It's just, they're going to have to change.
0: It's exactly, exactly, and that's. And thank you. That's what I'm saying. You had like they had guys that really wanted to. You know, and James Harden saying that he didn't believe that this year that this roster, this Houston roster, was good enough to contend for a title. And you know, to a certain extent, I I see where he's coming from because you're in the Western Conference. You know, it's not easy dealing with LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard or the Denver Nuggets or any yeah. of those. But still, you know what i mean like if 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 i'm if I'm around guys that want to figure things out and just in eventually say, "Listen, I understand you're frustrated, and I'm frustrated too, you know what I mean, I want my respect back, you know, let's do this thing that's just that's just the approach right that right. I usually take, and that i that I've always and, taken. and now he's out but of shape again, or you. at
1: least he was <laughs> he's looking twenty pounds over I running up like there. I said I mean, he's
0: still you know can ball.
1: but yeah, I mean. This year, you know, it's 10 games shorter, so he has even less time to get into playoff mode, let's be real, because okay, here's my question for you, Corbin. So, what what um what seed do you think the Nets are going to be? You think they're number 1 automatically or are they going to be top 4? Where do you think they land?
0: Oh, definitely top 4. As far as the number 1 overall seed, I think it's going to come down between Brooklyn and Milwaukee for the top two seeds because I'm not going to uh, sleep on Giannis and, you know, his hunger and his thirst to, you know, kind of prove all the doubters wrong because we all know that that's what he ultimately wants, just like James Harden. But it's going to come down between those two uh, with Boston sliding in in that third spot, Philly in the fourth, and, you know, the rest, they'll fall where they may. Um, But I, cause you know, I'm I'm not saying that it's gonna be easy for Brooklyn. That's not what we're saying. But you know, it's like I said. Now they are the contender. They're, they're even before they even play a game. Before they play a game, they're already the hunted simply because of who they have on their squad. You know what I'm saying? So let I mean, let me let me do this real quick. Let me let me break it down like this real quick, bro. You have not two of the top two. The top two. Listen, I broke down the numbers earlier today, man. Let me let me let me put it to you like this. This year alone, this year alone, James Harden is averaging just under 25 points per game. KD is at 29.4. James Harden's at 20. Bro, James Harden's at 24.8 and is at 29.4. That's a total of 54.2. Now you throw in Kyrie Irving's 27.1 plus that 54.2, that gives you 81.3 points <laughs> a game from just those three alone, bro. It's ridiculous. That don't make no damn sense. <laughs> like, that don't make no damn yeah. sense. But, I
1: mean, at the same time, will they be able and- to get the – because, really, those two other guys, I mean, let's be honest, bro. KD is the only one that has a record of being unselfish. You know what I mean? He can play without the ball, you know, which mm-hmm. is – Critical for <laughs> those other two men, they need the ball or they need like at the end of the day, for the most part. I mean, Kyrie has a chip, no doubt. But for the past few years, those guys are their numbers, guys. You know what I mean? They need their numbers to feel mm-hmm. to feel satisfied. And if they're not, you know, the first person to get talked to by the media or if they are, not you know, there's just so many different factors that they let affect their game which is just, like, why, you know, that that just takes
0: away from from winning. So let me ask you this. Um, You know, people have been on the record kind of giving their piece on who has the most pressure to win a title this year. You know, they're they're throwing uh, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Kawhi Leonard. And to be honest, for me, it's neither of those cats, bro. It's neither of those dudes. For me, it's between number one, number one, James Harden. I'm talking in terms of pressure of winning a title, number one is James Harden. Number two is Giannis. I don't know how you feel about that. And the reason why I say Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Kawhi Leonard have the least amount of pressure is because they're solidified. You know, they're made men. You know what I mean? Kyrie Irving was never finals MVP, but if he had not hit that shot, right, and he's you know, we wouldn't be remembered talking for about it. that. But they exactly one of the biggest shots in finals history, man. I don't care how I don't care what you say about that. And Kawhi Leonard and Kevin Durant, obviously their resume speaks for themselves. So, so I believe that both Giannis and James Harden have the most pressure. I don't I don't know how you feel about that. You know, you can throw anybody else in the mix. You know, and I can't say Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown. You know, they're 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 on the way up. They're ascending, but, you know, they still have a lot, just a little bit more to prove. I, well, I don't see, which, Corbin, I don't know here's you where like you're that. wrong. See, <laughs> the,
1: the number one person, in my opinion, and really needs to – I mean, don't get me wrong. I actually spoke to you about this earlier, so you're probably going to give me some heat for this. But, no, bro, the number one person, in my opinion, is Paul George. Okay, we're talking about a guy who got Magic Johnson to go on – a talk show and get his entire team or his organization fined for tampering. Then ends up going to the Clippers (laughs) to join... I'm sorry. After he already joined Russ and that failed, he then said, you know what? I'm going to join Kawhi over here. Okay? So that is another dude who has a similar path of being unsatisfied for no reason. Or, I mean, for reasons that are not... In my opinion, it's just like where... He has he has something he has the most to prove in my opinion because he can put up numbers without a doubt. But they went out the first round. I understand it was a bubble and it was you know an asterisk season whatever you want to call it because of the whole situation. But him and him and Kawhi, in my opinion, they because they came in like they were celebrating already, man. They (laughs) they they thought it was in the bag, okay. (laughs) And to go out first round, now it's just
0: sad. Man, well, you make a valid point, but I still disagree with you. Number one is it was the second round. I'm a fact check you real real quick, Twitter. Okay, I'm going to sure fact it. check you real quick because they remember they they beat Dallas. They they beat Dallas in the first okay, round in the fault, bubble. I'm, I'm too. Blood wise games deep, just for the record. But write that down. No, nah, it's all good, man. At least <laughs> you're being honest. <laughs> but the reason why I disagree with you, man, and listen. I, I feel you, okay? I'm not going to be ignorant in saying that Paul George has a lot to prove. A lot to prove. And, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up. But the reason why I'm giving James Harden and Giannis more pressure because, bro, they're league MVPs. You know what I'm saying? They have that right. under their belt. So I understand there's a lot of league MVPs, you know, that couldn't get it done and things like that. But <laughs> to me, it's Steve Nash. Uh, Derek Rose, yeah, he probably would have won. You know, that's just you know. Yeah, he. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, we, That's that's a whole other discussion. But like, I, I agree with that. But I'm a I'm a resume and a results type of guy. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you earn the top award, but see, that's a regular season the best, award. The most notable. You're right, but at the same time, like, look who Hall has done it who has been able to win league MVP and raise that Larry O'Brien trophy in June or in October. And I guess in this, in this last year's case, but like, that's just the way I look at things, bro. And I can't disagree with you. Paul George, to me, I'm glad that he got his extension this off season. Do I feel like he deserved no. all of that? Money? <laughs> Hell no. Sorry. And Paul George is with us for a long period of time. So I'm not trying to be disrespectful, OK, but I, that's that's an interesting take. So I'll give you that. But that's just the reason why I disagree with you. It's because Paul George is an elite he can defender. Ball. No, no, you no. Know he he's am saying he's three. But... Deep, he's a, you know, one of the best two way players in the league. But still, he hasn't, you know, reached that that level of of league MVP. Status, I mean, see,
1: the thing, though, is, in my opinion, Giannis has what he's 25, 20, 26. So he he's got some time mm-hmm. to. To still grow into who he's gonna be, because once he gets, I mean, he's you know he can even shoot the three now. So once he gets his his game going to where he's able to overtake the East, I think he's he's next up for sure. But yeah, I mean, that's true. But at the same time, man, I never looked at Harden like he was gonna win anyways. Not even to to, to dis like to discredit Harden. You know he is—he's like the AI, in my opinion, of our generation, or you know, just a prolific scorer. But yeah, man, it's just there's so much more to the game than that. You know, he gets his assists as well, so he'll probably gel well when it comes to him and KD for sure. You know that Kyrie piece is gonna be interesting to see how that plays out. But
0: even if he shows up, that's that's the thing—we don't know Kyrie's intentions, even for the for this season. Because clearly he hasn't prioritized yeah. playing the game, showing up to work, you know what I'm saying? Which, you know, I I don't know, man. And, I, and I've and i always – I like Kyrie Irving's game. I like who he is on and off the court. I'm just having a hard time understanding, you know, right. his in like here. You know what I mean? put
1: himself before the team, which in any other case would be, would be fine, but you can't do that when you're trying to win a championship. You know what I mean? It's one thing, blur if you – you're playing for the, for the Timberwolves or something like that, but no, man, you got a chance to win it all and to, to really do, or do something special for sure, right. and it seems like he's taking that for granted because, you know, he played with LeBron. He had a squad in, in Boston, so he probably feels like, you know, he came from Duke, okay, so y'all already feel privileged.
0: <laughs> that Duke mentality. <laughs> yeah, he
1: already feels like, you know, it's, it's going to come <laughs> to him versus having to go out there and get it.
0: Yeah. And oh man. <laughs> oh man, I I just I can't wait to see, you know, him. Because via Blitz report today, they uh fined him fifty thousand dollars and they forfeited yeah. his salary for the games that he missed. So, you know, he, he suffered the consequences. Now let's just move forward. Yeah. You know what Hopefully I mean? Hopefully
1: he can play Saturday or tomorrow but, night 'cause that'd be exciting to see that all pan out, but yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I'm excited to just see good basketball because I think, you know, for the for selling or marketing-wise, you know, the star players work. But let's be honest, man, like Denver isn't sexy at all, but they can ball, you know what I mean? Or even what they have, right. um, you know, going in, in Boston, they're not really – I mean, obviously, everybody knows about them, but let's be honest, how many people – really sit down and watch a full 48 like that's just uh it's so like hollywood now you know what i mean you want to see this guy cuz he's on instagram or like you know like it's just so taken away from the purpose of the game you know there's so many distractions
0: there are a lot of distractions in today's game you're absolutely right and you know honestly that's it's it's interesting you bring that up cuz that's what i kind of wanted to get into real quick is the NBA, you know, outside of, you know, drama going on in Houston and Brooklyn and, and, and where else, um, I've been on the record saying that the NBA has been doing it right in terms of raising awareness for social injustice, social reform. And we saw it this, uh, this past season in the bubble, you know, we saw the, uh, the peaceful protests, you know, the kneeling, the black lives matter, um, the whole movement being kind of centered around the NBA, you know, we saw it on the court, we saw it on the uh, warmups and, you know, we saw a lot of players use their platform to help get a lot of people registered to vote, you know, raise awareness that, you know, the importance of of voting. So kind of talk to me a little bit about that because man, where I'm going with this is you called me. Uh, Wednesday, January the sixth, and it, it, that's the reason why great minds think alike, bro. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, you called me, you said, "Dog, can you believe? This yeah, shit? man. Like what was going on?" And I'm, you know, even even nine days later, bro. I'm still, I'm not as shook as I was, but I'm still just in kind of a little. I still have a little bit of disbelief, simply because yeah. that actually happened. But anyway for what the NBA has been able to uh, how they've been able to use their platform and raise awareness, you know, how has that made you feel about, you know, how the NBA has kind of led professional sports, you know, and raising awareness, you know, for social justice and social reform and everything that we witnessed. I mean, to be honest
1: with you, because it's like so many different, different aspects, you know what I mean? Like, like you said, the the NBA has been leading it because when this first, you know, COVID-19 dropped and everything, they were, and their season midway so it's like they set the bar when it came to to adding restrictions or adding you know they they're the only one that did a bubble like let's be honest man like when real life hits sports kind of take a a back seat when it comes to people's everyday lives you know what i mean because when things are going good it's easy to get distracted in that world right. but when things get, get real or they or they change then the spotlight kind of, kind of changes. So it's really, you know, that's kind of they like. It's it's good that they do that because that is one of the only outlets that you that you have. You know what I mean? And let's be honest, like if <laughs> how many other? I mean, the NFL does it a little bit. But they, you know, they were the first ones to have the whole Kaepernick situation. And they didn't handle that well at all. They've never really held, or they've never really handled any of their policies well at all. With the Ray Rice situation, with domestic violence, with you know everything you know, all the things that NBA, or NFL players get into. Hell, NFL players don't even have insurance or health insurance when they retire. So, and I mean, it's the most physical sport. Like, does that make any sense? You know what I mean? Like the 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 owners really. They dictate that, and they don't look out like they should for for others. So I think it's just, you know, it's something amazing that they can be the – the they can represent, like, you know, the role model that, that we all need when it comes to the sports world because some of these other leagues, bro, especially, like, college <laughs> – these college coaches, man – they come out and they say some dumb stuff because they're not scientists. You know what I mean? If you are listening, <laughs> if you are listening to the university <laughs> football coach that you go to about how you should handle a virus, you are an idiot. I just have to say that on record. Because these, <laughs> these people think <laughs> they have Talk a platform. It, so all of a sudden they're, they're, they got a PhD and you know what I mean? They're this, that, and the other. It's like, no, man, you're like, you you coach. That's how you got here. You know what I mean. So, anybody who misused that platform, brother, there should be a consequence. To be honest with you,
0: you know. I, hey, I agree. You know, in perfect example is who I think is a good coach, but used you know that yep. same analogy is Nick Saban. You know what I mean? Dude caught it twice this year, but was on record uh, during preseason saying. Being on campus, players being on campus is the safest place to be, rather than being at home. And clearly, <laughs> okay, but th- that's that's neither here nor there. And I, I agree with that. You know, because this 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 whole pandemic has shaken a lot of things up, and has really proven up. Because you know, not even just college coaches. You know, you got um, healthcare professionals, essential workers, education. You know, everybody who is so accustomed to being in control and their daily routine. And when they finally aren't able to be in control, they don't know how to handle it. You know what I mean? And that's that's hard for people who think like that to accept, which I understand. But kind of going back, when George Floyd was tragically murdered, and again, he was murdered, okay? For those of you that, you know, having trouble understand this, okay? For the NBA, the NFL, MLS, NASCAR, for all of these major leagues to kind of put things on pause and to give recognition of the injustice just goes to show that we have a problem in America. You know what I mean? And it's and I'm so glad that, you know, I was on record. I was interviewing my sis, uh, Lena Coase. She uh oh, wow. is in Israel right now and plays for the Washington Mystics. Mystics. And, you know, she and I, we've had this discussion numerous times about, you know, how we can continue to uh, use our platform to raise awareness, you know. But basically what I'm, t- what I'm saying is, is that that's how you know that, you know, the real America was exposed and that, you know, you don't have to be a professional athlete or a major sports figure or a major figure in general to do your part right. to create change. You know what I mean? So and I know you're a musician and I know a lot of a lot of musicians, a lot of artists were on record, you know, giving their two cents and, you know, kind of helping communities out, you know, how they can, you know, you know, the families grieving and, you know, helping out with economic relief, you know, with the pandemic and social reform, you know, that meant a lot to us because you know it really showed that, you know, we can do this and it's up to us. It's going to take
1: time too, man, because. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, man. Like, this is just my two cents when it comes to the situation. The people who felt that the whole slogan, make America great again, let's look in the mirror real quick, okay? The average person drives a foreign car, okay? Their agriculture is picked by immigrants. Their clothing isn't made in America, so what exactly are you supporting that's American? It's really let's make America white again That's just the facts, man like if you set if you said it like in writing, I mean these are just things like example, having a certain name can get you not approved for a loan from a bank like statistically speaking, if you have an african American name you have a less likely chance of getting a loan approved by a bank. Now, to me, that's like, that's real life. You know what I mean? It's not like some, it's it's something that actually affects you because other people's opinions are their opinions and that's fine. But when it's something that affects your livelihood, that's when it should be addressed. And that's just something that a lot of people don't get, especially, let's be honest, white people. (laughs)
0: Unfortunately not. I mean, hey, and I'm glad you addressed that because it's the truth. And, you know, we don't, I don't really want to get too political, you know what I mean? But, hey, you're right. And it's, it's just an unfortunate reality that we live in. But the good thing is, the beauty in all this is that our generation is leading the charge and making sure that our kids, you know, in the next 30 years don't live in, in this type of America. And, you know, a, a divided America. Which we do live in, you know. what I mean, that was put on full display last Wednesday. I mean, I mean, let's think about this, bro. You're white, I'm black, but if you were affiliated, if, if that was the a black lives matter, result, yeah. Protest, peaceful protest, and I
1: mean that should be oh, the my full, goodness, man. like that should be like the, in the first sign. You know what I mean? Like if if we had how many, you know, they they did the the BLM on the the road that went to the White House and had a bunch of peaceful protests and everything especially in that area but then when no when when everyday other quote-unquote working people but let's be honest just people white people would know no that whatever what are you doing that you can just leave work on a Wednesday <laughs> <laughs>
0: You said it on national television, bro. He said, I live in Arkansas. And it, it, it's a way right. and, and I'm just like, who huh? talks that way or <laughs> makes a living, like,
1: uh, you know, you, right. you, you are who you right. are and you can believe right, what you right, believe. Right, you right, know right, what right, I mean? Right, but right. at the same time, bro, if you are that misguided and you are that man- easily t- manipulated, then it's, it's a different situation. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I know a lot of people who don't, feel that way but it's more present because of the time that we live in and you know the leader that currently resides in that (laughs) in the White House right now I mean he's about to be kicked out shout out to my boy Biden but yeah it's just like you know people are really upset for whatever reason but let's be honest man I mean Uh, You know, not to make this too political. It's already too far gone at this point. But like, if you think that this election was rigged, bro, what about the last one? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's just to me, it's a sore loser mentality. It's like, okay, when my guy wins, then it's fair. But when my guy loses, it's not fair. How is, you know, where is your information? It, it, it just comes down to, bro, people listen and they get their information based on things they already believe, right? So if your news source is just gassing up what you already think or what you assume, then people run with it. You know what I mean? And the, that's just the dangerous time we live in because there's not just one news source. It's like you can go to whoever
0: you who you agree with. Yeah, and that's and that's that's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate. Now, again, let me let me say this because I don't want people to get it twisted or be confused in any way. I don't want to con like for what you have your you have the right to you. You're entitled to your opinion. Yeah, you have you you are entitled to your right to vote and everything that comes with that. Okay, I don't want to have to look at somebody. And say, you know what? This is why this is because this is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to go back and forth. Basically, what I'm saying is, I don't want to have to keep bringing up the issue. How can we solve the issue? That's right. that's that's where, that's my whole objective here. I just I, I like to state the facts because the facts are clear. You know what I mean? But moving forward, if we continue to have this mentality of black America and white America, we're not going to work. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like we got to find, we got to be problem solvers. And that's something I've been on record saying that I got from my, from one of my good friends from school. But again, it's the truth. Like how can we progress and be unified as a nation? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's, that's what really makes this country great is how, you can, you're entitled to your opinion, I'm entitled to my opinion, but at the same time, like we're not going to let that come right. in between the love that we got for each other. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's to me, that's what it's about. It's not about, you know, liberals versus conservatives, red versus blue, uh, Republicans. You know, you can pick a side at the same time, but don't let that side consume you because this world doesn't work without people. You know what I mean? And you got to learn to appreciate people and especially their time on the surf because it's not guaranteed you know what i'm saying like if you are if you and i were getting we're gonna get into a dispute like if we didn't see eye to eye politically i don't want that to be the wedge that drove right. us and killed our, our friendship our brotherhood you know what i'm saying because like that 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 to me does a disservice i'm doing a disservice to you and you're doing a disservice to me because that that's not where our attention and focus should lie but unfortunately, this this whole, these last four years have really increased tension nationwide and worldwide because it, it oh, man, and I, I can't, I still can't believe that, you know, not just what happened on Wednesday, yeah. but that we're still here. Like, bro, and I went, and you you saw, I went on Facebook Live the day after, and I was on there for nearly an hour, and to see that man, and he's, you know, since been identified and arrested, rightfully so, to see that man walk through the hallways of the U.S. Capitol building. Not, 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 no, listen, not Walmart, <laughs> not the bank, right, this you know am saying, not the mall, you know, not the airport. This foot walker, you know what I mean? These guys walking through, cruising. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bruh, dog, I'm talking about Capitol Hill. Carrying right. a Confederate flag in two thousand and twenty one, dog, that hurt, man. And that, that, that to me is probably the reason why I'm still stinking. It's because we're still here. And and the unfortunate part about that is that set, even though justice has been served, he's been identified, he's been arrested, yeah. he'll serve federal um federal time under federal criminal charges, whatever you want to call it, to his I'm trying to figure out how to put this. Right. For some people, that's, that's a big messed up part. Regardless of what happens. Yeah, man. Cause, and that is so sad. Let's be honest. I mean, like,
1: it, you know what the dangerous part about it is, man? Is because it's so divided, it becomes a, a he said, she said environment where it's, where it's okay, well, we may have done this, but this is what the other side did. So this is what justifies what we do. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm starting to see people. That's really what the what the consensus is with people who, for whatever reason, agree with that side. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with being a conservative, but there is something wrong with agreeing with a aggressive, you know, extremist platform. You know what I mean? And Extreme. and it only incites violence. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like it's a dangerous game that they play, but it's just like one side justifies the other, but in reality. My mom always told me two wrongs don't make a right. And I'm seeing a whole lot of people who used to, you know, had the same upbringing or her, or had the same rights or values, you know what I mean? They're all of a sudden, those values don't. Uh, they go to the side because this side did this, so therefore it justifies what we do, you know what I mean? It's just it's out of control.
0: Yeah. But let's get back into basketball or just right. sports in general because you know we kinda took a turn there but that's what <laughs> was needed to say so I, I appreciate what y'all did.
1: Yeah man we gotta put on record <laughs> our love for for Friday for next so we can get in the next movie.
0: I wanna be an <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Ladies and gentlemen let's you know what? Let's just go ahead and address this and get this one out the way. Cat Williams, if you're out there listening, dog, we need you to hop on board with us one of these days, man, because you are our inspiration. You are the reason why this brotherhood was formed in the first place. <laughs> so, again, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, hold on. Every single time me and this man come together, right, we can't go five minutes Without reciting some line, whether it's Friday, one of his specials, whether it's Boondocks, one of his movies, it doesn't matter what it is, okay. But the reason why long. And we've how done would... this for, for <laughs> how long we've been doing this, dog. <laughs> the reason why the reason why is because this right. man is speaking the gospel, okay. Uh, and, and you know what I mean, and we'll 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 touch on that. We'll have we'll set aside a whole episode for that, and hopefully that episode could be when he joins us. But oh man, the, but listen, and I, I understand like what does that have to do with sports or anything that we're talking about? It's because that's what that's the reason why this is my brother right here. Because it's not about we don't look at it like okay he's black and he's white. It's just there's there's no race, there's no nothing involved. It's just we enjoy, we just enjoy the little things, and that is being able to enjoy his yeah. style of comedy because it's entertaining. And, you know what I'm saying? That's the little things that people need to appreciate. And I mean, it's, you know it's am platform like, And stuff
1: like that. He, I mean, you know, in general, mm-hmm. comedy can bring all bases together because it's just like, you know, when he first came out, not to get too deep with it, but I heard, you know, when Kat first came out, he was actually working with Jeff's, uh, Jeff Foxworthy, and his whole um redneck gang like larry the cable guy and everything that's how actually he came up you know so he Mm -hmm. knew how to please or or entertain any type of crowd because of it you know what i mean but but yeah just you know (laughs) i guess this is the way like He, you know, just puts that old razzle dazzle on on his explanations. You know what I mean? He just gives it that extra sauce. (laughs) And you know what's funny, actually, too, is um, is when you talk to other people about Cabra, you get a lot of different different sides, man. Because obviously we're biased. We love him. You know what I mean? But there's some people out there, right? Right? Guts.
0: Man, because we, we ain't talking about, you know, his assault <laughs> or his little altercation with that, seventh that We too, ain't talking man. about, you know, his less, legal issues and things like listen, that. Listen, bro. Exactly. Everybody
1: goes through th- <laughs> I'm not one to judge, okay? Everybody goes through some, some things, so <laughs> it is what it is. I really just hope the best for him, you know, and his health because <laughs> that's the only thing that matters. Because let's be real, man, I mean, at the end of the day, these people are people. You know, I think because we think we see them through a screen or through a different device, that it's like they're you can treat them, you know what I mean? Because people think that like they can say something or they can have a different reaction over the internet because it's not in person, you know what I mean? So many people would never say these things to your face or have these opinions, Mm -hmm. but when you're sitting in your bed and you've got that cheeto, (laughs) that cheeto resin on your fingers, man, people just get to tweeting. (laughs)
0: <laughs> true and it's because it's so easy man it's so easy though you know you talk we're just living in a whole in a, in a new age man but you know if you can appreciate you know right. things in I mean, this purest I really, form I really, you gonna uh, uh, be all right a, to uh I put I'm, an exclamation
1: on that yeah man i mean there's nothing wrong with that and obviously, there's a space for the social media. But if you can't say it, I, I was just always told, if you can't say it to somebody's face, then don't say it at all. You know what I mean? Because that's a cowardly move. Let's be honest. There's no bravery or there's no uh, integrity in knocking down somebody's character. But <laughs> when you see him in person, oh, my God, you know, I'm your biggest fan. Like, come on now. There's too much of that going on. But sorry, we'll, 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 what was you
0: saying? <laughs> nah, man, you're actually right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's why you can look at it and be like, where was your antennas? <laughs> 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 and ladies and gentlemen, hold on, hold on. Ladies, okay, listen, I'm not gonna give you the source of that one. You're gonna have to dig that one up. Most of y'all know where That's that comes what from, okay? But again, you're gonna have to do your research, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You have to do your research to understand and appreciate what that means. Okay, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man, shout out to cat wins. Uh, and on, on some real, on a, on a serious note, you know, he has, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure I can speak for you too, that he has played a tremendous positive role in our lives simply because, you know, who he is and his entertainment, comedic style. And, you know, just to help, just help us feel good. Cause like, you know, we all go through some things and we tend to forget, you know, the little things and, you know, undervalue the little things that we, you know, that we get to, you know, go through or whatever. But, you know, for him to, you know, for us to come together and always kind of reminisce and, you know, and constantly bring it back up. It's just a, it's just a reminder that life's sweet, man. And it, you know, it has, and it has its ups and its downs, but it can help us feel better too. Just little by little. You know what I'm saying? So shout out yes to you sir, cat man. man. Just we just appreciate a, you dog. Kind
1: of tells on what you were saying. Yeah, bro. Like it's just a space to, you know, be yourself or to 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 unwind, cause, you know, he definitely is <laughs> he's come up with so many different things for us, but I mean when it comes to like just that that whole style, yeah, bro, it's just like he's he's he doesn't sugarcoat it you know what i mean like i respect somebody who can be brutally be brutally honest with me give me the real because in this world that's how it is i mean that's just my my observation and my my upbringing is just you know nobody's going to sugarcoat it for you you got to give me the honest brutal truth whether it's it's hurtful or it's it sucks or it stings you know what i mean cuz that's just like you will not get that from too many people, man. Let's be real. Like so many people want to want to BS you or want to put a bow on a ribbon for some for no reason,
0: mm-hmm. man. And you know what? That's the reason why. That's the reason why I know you, my family dog, because that's exactly where I was going to when you said that. Because I kind of want to turn this and not necessarily talk about me, but what I do for a living and how I can see a change in coaching. So if I haven't mentioned this for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I'm an assistant varsity gang, gang. basketball coach uh, <laughs> at Somerville high school in Somerville, South Carolina. <laughs> and I do this not for the money, not for the recognition, not for the wins, but to be able to make an impact on young people's lives and continue to grow them as young men. But anyway, I know that's a common cliche answer, but it's it's the truth. But having said all that, I've been in the game not as long as most people, but I've been around it enough to understand how the business side works and how the coaching side works. And you talk about how you would prefer someone to be completely honest with you, to be blunt with you, to tell how it is, to keep it real with you, et cetera, et cetera. And I 100 percent agree. And. This is for, you know, and people are going to do what they do and how they want to do it, and that's their choice, and they have that right, but I am having a hard time, and listen, this is not me calling anybody out. This is not me throwing shade. This is just my observation and something that is kind of helping me because there's a lot of coaches out there who, and they know who who I love and who I support. So I'm. This, this is not about nothing. This is not a nobody. This is just my observation. There's a lot of coaches out there who will put their stamp on a kid for their recognition or be friends with them. Now, let's understand it like this. And coaching is a lot like parenting in a way because if you're not tough on them, if you're not holding them accountable, and if you're not giving you if you're not giving them your best each and every every single day, you're you're cheating them. And I found that there are a lot of coaches out there who would prefer to be homeboys, to be cool, you know. what I'm saying to be liked by players, so that way, you know, yeah, they can avoid conflict. You know what I mean? And you know, and to be honest, that's that's like that's kind of a trend that's happening today. And again, this is not me throwing shit. This is not me doing any of that stuff. I'm just simply pointing out my observation where that's just not me. And I can't, I won't be able to to adapt to anything like that. You know, I've been around a lot of kids because here's the reality of it. Kids today who play sports and in the age of social media are exposed to so much. So not not only are they getting told a lot of things on the court or in practice or in the classroom or at work, you know they they're they're getting a lot of information through their through their device through their phone whatever they carry each and every day, and yeah. they're sensitive. This generation Bad. is real sensitive. They're real soft. They, they 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 can't handle the truth, and they can't handle when somebody keeps it real with them. And the majority of those kids are that way. So I've noticed a lot of coaches out there who will kind of okay, you know what, I'm not going to try to fight this. I'm going to just play their game so mm. that they would, so that way they can play my game. And for some people that works and that's fine. And like I said, I'm not trying again. I don't know. I won't I won't miss this again. This is not directed towards anybody. I'm just, I'm just simply stating how, what I've seen even through YouTube or, you know, watching games, yeah. live stream. Cause there's a, to, it's a recruitment uh, process. Going to man. Games, you gotta, you gotta you know I mean? please the talent. Like, exactly. And, you know, and like it, I'll put it to you like this. I admire hard work, hustle, and, and honest communication, okay? And when, it's, when it comes to coaching the player or the teacher and the student, the student or the player always listens. And I'm not saying the teacher and the coach is always right, because as educators and as coaches, we learn every single day. Everybody learns something every single day. But the thing is, where I'm coming from is, outside of pro sports, amateur, and everything below that, these players have not lived on this earth long enough to talk back to a grown adult about anything. You know what I'm saying? That's just how I was raised. And, again, this generation needs to understand that if somebody is out here trying to be buddy-buddy with you, be friends with you, you know what I'm saying, treat you like a homeboy and they're your coach, they truthfully don't have your best interests at heart. And that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to hold people accountable. Why do you think Michael Jordan, it was universally feared, not respected. I'm talking about feared because he would he would hold his teammates, his coaches, the whole organization, or whoever, even, even if it was in pickup. I'm, I'm, man, that's an extreme example. Let's talk about dudes like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Guys out here that aren't trying to be, you know, liked in every situation like that. They're trying to win. They're trying to elevate themselves and trying to help you be better. You know what I'm saying? But the problem with the generation is that if you speak at a tone that sounds, you know, too harsh or too hard or you're not, you know what I'm saying? Like you don't find everything that's funny or things like that, then there's a problem. So I just, man, I don't, I don't know. And this is, and this is, you can call it a rant, you can call it a tangent, whatever you want, but you know, it's just, I didn't even, I wasn't even planning on speaking on that. It was just kind of what you touched on about how, you know, we appreciate somebody who is honest and it keeps it real with us at the end of the day, regardless of how it makes us feel, because that to me shows that they truly care. Now, if I'm just gonna be like, all right, bro, you know what I'm saying? We get blown out by 60 and I'm like, and I over here dap you up and I'm blacking with you in the end I the game. I don't, that means I don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just me. Because basketball is a small analogy to how the real world works. You know what I'm saying? We use basketball as a tool to help these young guys understand with that when they graduate, whether it's high school, college, or whatever path they choose, that it's not going to be easy. Everything you're going to have right. to... Where everything you want is going to have to be earned. And... The the best ones aren't always saying like you know oh it's okay <laughs> you'll get it next time it's okay ha ha uh huh no nah, man no nah, bro if there's a fifty fifty ball and right. you don't get your ass on the ground you sitting right next to me I mean it's um you know and I hate to <laughs> no, I've really gone up really like really the last really? couple minutes and I'll shut up now but I'm just saying bro like I just wanted to touch on what you wanted to say man because that's just how I feel man and again that's not me directing what I just said to anybody. You know, I respect those that have been in my corner to help me be a better coach. And those people know who they are. I talk and I stay in touch with them each and every day. But I'm just saying, this is not directed to those coaches. are directed to these young guys, these players, that we're not here as coaches to be your friend. We're here to help you grow and to guide you into being better right. players and to be better yeah, bro, men I mean, you're, on and off the court. You don't have to court say, right,
1: Because it's like, it's a popularity contest with these players, you know what I mean? Like you want to be liked. I mean, especially young guys, bro, you want to be liked and you want to be, you know, everybody looks up to you and you you fill in these shoes and you, you make this impression on people, whatever, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that your heart desires at 15 hourly. Really. <laughs> it's been a minute. So I'm not sure, but there's, man, it's just like, like you said, I mean, Man, personally, one of my favorite. This is kind of off, not necessarily off topic, but one of my favorite movies. Remember the Titans. Shout out my boy Denzel. I know a lot of y'all fans, but that's my that's my number one right there when it comes to these mm-hmm. A one movies out here, bro. Because he always he never disappoints. He always gives you his performance. But now he said, you know, to uh, <laughs> to the other white coach on the team in Remember the Titans. I can't remember his name at the at the at the moment, but he was like, you know. He felt in the, in the practice, at least in the movies, in the movie he came off in the practice, like, why are you coddling these young black men? You know what I mean? Because when it comes to the real world, they're especially not going to get coddled. You know what I mean? So you're not doing a favor. You're actually cutting the legs from underneath them. You know what I mean? Because you give the impression that that's how real life works. And it may for, for a few you know what I mean, but for the majority, you're going to have to earn what you what you get. Like you said, you're going to reap what you sow. But at the same time, not to be on the whole responsible thing, but it's more or less, bro, just be who you want, be who you look up to. You know what I mean? Be who you would want to be, because so you know, there's so many distractions out there. But it's just like, like you said, this generation, man, they just don't. And I mean, we're a part of it for sure. I can see it in other generations. They just have it so, so nice, you know. That it's just like, uh, where's, why do I don't even have to work hard? That's what a lot of people think, you know what I mean? Because it's just gonna come to them. But to be honest with you, like example, um, Aaron Donald, his dad had him lifting weights at fourteen at five in the morning, bro. Okay, and he used to say to him when. When they're sleeping, you're working. You know what I mean? And not a lot of people get that. And to be honest, when I was younger, bro, I didn't get that either. Mm-hmm. But that is so critical to growth. Because once you get into this real world, it's about yourself. It's a solo player game. Let's be real. You know what I mean? You're you're ultimately responsible for yourself. And when you teach these young men how to handle themselves, that you're really doing them a service. Because... I mean, the influence that you have on them is so important, you know what I mean? Because there's so many negative influences out there that you can get caught up into just for thinking that it's cool or that your friends do it or whatever, you know what I mean? So people just you get caught up real easy, you know what I mean? So it's important to always stress that, you know what I mean? And I'm glad that you do what you do when you're in the position that you're in because you're able to touch these guys in a different way and be that influence. You know what I mean?
0: Man, I, I I appreciate that. And I, and I give the same answer to everybody that tries to, you know, give me recognition. I'm just as good as those around me, man. And, you know, I've always taken that approach, but, you know, and you're right. Cause you know, you talked, you talked about Aaron Donald, you know, his work ethic at an early age and how his father, you know, this is what it requires. show. Okay. This is, if this is what you want to do, not just what to do, but be good at exactly. And how to, if you want to be great at this, okay. You have to learn how to set yourself apart. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and I, the thing is, it's so hard. Well, I'm not going to say it's hard. It's It's different when, for example, you know, when we watch film, when we study film, that's that's the reason why. It, you know, just to, this is an ex, another sh- extreme example, but this is the best analogy I could come up with. Kobe Bryant sat down with Tex Winter during um, the the, the uh, his first three championships with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers, and when he first started watching film, and Kobe mentioned this, you can go back and look at it. Kobe mentioned, you know, when he first started watching film, that he was only going to watch his touches. You know what I'm saying? Like, all the times when he shot the ball, mm-hmm. when he rebounded the ball and stole the ball, shot free throws, whatever. No. They watched the game from start to finish, yeah. from tip-off to the final buzzer. But that helped him That helped him study the game, be a better student of the game. You know, how to, okay, even when I'm not on the court, you know, what is where does Shaq look for the ball? Where does Rick Fox want to, uh, where does he feel comfortable with shooting the ball? So my point is, Is that when these young guys are out here, you know, only want to look at their film so they can create a highlight tape, and they can look at themselves and put, you know, trash music in the background just to make a, a minute and a half clip of them dunking the ball or shooting a three. You know what I'm saying? Let's be let's let's be real about this. College coaches see that every single day. We see that the the average person, a regular person, can see that on their feed every single day, but. You got to figure out what is going to set you apart, not just during the field of play, not during the game, but when you're in the gym by yourself, when you're at home by yourself. Like, what are you doing to be great? And that's not just with basketball. That's not even that's not with sports. That's with anything you do. Okay. so when you are committed and are passionate for what you do and 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 you work every single day towards your craft, You have to figure out ways to set yourself apart, so that way it's not gonna guarantee that you'll succeed, but it'll definitely set you apart and give you a better chance of being successful in whatever it is you choose to do. Because it's not about okay highlights and likes on Instagram or on social media (laughs) being caught on ballers life or slam high school or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? All that, all that, all that is cool, but at the same time, like nobody's gonna remember that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, people people get dunked on, people dunk, people cross over. You know, they, 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 they create highlights every single day, okay? People are like, okay, let's say that, you know what I'm saying, you you cross me up tonight, and I go back the next night and do it's it again. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to remember about what you did About what you night. do now. Nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? The world is about exactly, and what you do next, it's about having the next play mentality. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of these kids, they don't have the mental fortitude to understand, okay, I went 0 for 13 from 3. Dang, I'm suck then. I'm never gonna shoot again. Nah, bro, Get your tail in the gym, get your shots up, and don't leave until you are satisfied. Just because you hit an X number of shots doesn't mean, okay, my shot's fixed. Nah, that's just not how it works. And, and I'm talking to these young kids, it's not because oh, I'm making this up or you've never been at, you've never played at the highest level. No. But you don't have to be at the highest level to understand work ethic both of our parents were working for 30 years bro and they tell us it's all the same you know what I'm saying so like my message to you young guys is don't be so sensitive work right. hard and just keep your head down you know what I'm saying and just listen listen more than you speak because the more you listen you'll start to you can hear things that are not even that not that are not even said in a sense. You know what I'm saying? You can understand how things work. You know what I'm saying? You can understand when to move and how to move right. and why to move and, you know, answer all these questions. But that's just that's just that's just how I feel about it, man, because, you know, that that's 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 the impact that I want to have. You know, I don't I don't care that if you leave practice <laughs> and you're pissed off at me and you hate my guts. OK, you'll be just fine, sweetheart. <laughs> like You'll be just fine. You know what I mean? But as long as you can look back and so say like you know what love, he was there man. for me a and he kept it the real with me that that's love, all that matters you know what I mean? man. and that's the most important thing
1: to provide that let's exactly. be honest man like if you're the man in middle school and you're the man at high school that's that's cool hell you could be the man in college you could be number 1 player or whatever when you get to that elite level when you get to a point where The people that surround you are as good as you, if not better, which is where you should be to begin with. If you're around people who are less than you, then you're not going to amount to your full potential to begin Mm -hmm. with. Let's just put that on wax to begin with. But yeah, man, like then you will see talent can only take you so far. You know what I mean? And and to be honest with you, it really isn't that difficult to put in the work. You know what I mean? Let's let's be honest, but If <laughs> we're not building a rocket ship, it's not. It's not it's going really to require not. physics. <laughs> it's just going to require muscle memory and dedication. You know what I mean? And one of my favorite quotes, bro, is uh from a mob dude. They, Talk they, to they me, from bro. In, in like uh, the old mafia. They used to have a saying: "Don't get killed in your pajamas." You know what I mean? Which is basically just means don't be lazy don't be, be don't be slump you know what i mean because every moment counts and it all adds up and you'll take it for granted until you look back at it but the reality is is if you just soak in the moment and you take it day by day and you improve just make sure that you improve continue to get better don't become stagnant don't allow other influences to ruin your potential then you will be something you will get somewhere you know what i mean and that's a critical because on the journey it doesn't feel that way you know what i mean it's like when you look at uh like a, a a spreadsheet for stocks right so if you look at amazon from and let's just go like this is just off the top right but so if you look at their your earnings from yesterday today or to today It may not be that much, you know what I mean? But if you go back three years and then to today, you will see the line going up and down. You know what I mean? So in the moment when you're living your life, you only see up close that line. So you don't, it doesn't, you doesn't register the same way in your brain. But when you get that outside perspective, man, to just consistently be your best or or to at least apply yourself, you know what I mean? Because that's what what counts because when you're in charge of these young men, man, it's just like you see a lot of that, I'm sure.
0: Man, and you know and I, and I know what I'm about to say is gonna be funny, but it's the truth and I'll talk about the gospel, bro, when I got these when I got and I, I don't have them right now currently, but I'm saying when I, when I'm around guys who look at me, you know, who are, you know, not as strong minded <laughs> or believe it's gonna come easy and they look at me and say, No, Don't we Don't you clean <laughs> 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 example.
1: Prompt ladies and gentlemen, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen,
0: that is the gospel right there. <laughs> so take your Peter Pan butt and go make we your got peanut jobs butter. Okay. Here,
1: boy. We, we gotta keep it pushing trees. around here.
0: <laughs> man let me go ahead and wrap this thing up with a few quick hitters for you bro you know what I'm saying we've definitely had a great right. discussion I just want to get your input on a few things NBA yeah, wise bro, I mean, before in the season this, so whenever you're like, ready you okay, just let me know like 15 and now we're like <laughs> we in so screw it <laughs> so uh, here we go alright so Okay. give me who so you're gonna fill in the blank here the 2020-21 NBA champion I'm gonna be will be, I'm gonna be basic bro and I'm just
1: gonna say the Lakers but it'll be interesting I mean it depends there's so many different variables in the air you know what I mean like if there's any shutdowns or what the what the schedule look like you know what I mean so but I'm just gonna go with Lakers
0: Not a bad choice, and that's definitely my pick too. All right, question two: the 2020-21 oh, NBA Most Valuable Player. Well, be... I'm gonna
1: go with. See, part of me wants to go Luca, but it might be one year too early. I think he will definitely get it next year if he continues on the pace he does, because you know Luca Doncic is on a different level when it comes to point guards. You know, Steph is in the running as well. I would say right now you gotta go. Agreed. with.
0: He is. Mm.
1: You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go with um with KD, bro. I'll go with KD.
0: Hmm, Kevin Durant. That's not a bad. That's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. I, I hope you're right. I hope yeah. you're right because that man is back. He didn't fall off at all, bro. He didn't fall off one bit. So that's not a bad choice. It's not a bad choice. All right. Shifting from basketball to NBA, give me your top five artists that you would love to sit down and have a discussion with at the dinner table.
1: All time. I got to sit down. It could be at all times in general, sit down with all time. Part. Favorite artist. Just personally, that's one of my favorite, like... His energy, you know what I mean, but um, and what he stood for as well, you know what I mean. I think he's probably one of the most prof- prolific conversationists when it comes to artists. Because let's be honest, most of these people, bro, they <laughs> they just make <laughs> they just make some music, man, and they think, you know, the millions. Of them. They don't actually stand for something. So I I ride with Pac, bro, because he stood for something, and that means something. So I go Park, I go Hendrix, just because his ability. Hey, hey. <laughs> not even future. I'm gonna go Pluto. Jimmy, but yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go Jimmy with it. Oh, because oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I, mean, my I bad. know this is oh, not a, this is a okay, pack, okay, my pack, bad podcast, but if you talk to, to any guitarist, man, I mean, he would, but he schooled Eric Clapton, he schooled all of them, brother, that that were supposedly masters. He He just found a different way to look at a guitar, which is insane so i'll have to go with hendrix probably marley and you know why i go with marley is not because of his smoking thing or whatever it's really bro he was able to like use a political platform in music and he wasn't political in his music at all it was just he was he was so for the people by the people you know what i mean it, it was it was a movement like nothing you will ever see in my opinion personally so I have to go Marley for third, fourth, probably Kurt Cobain for sure. Just because I, I really like how he was so simple, man. And the way that he wrote and his, his, his progressions, like his riff progressions were real simple to be honest with you, but it was, it was simple and yet out the box. You know what I mean? Which is refreshing because In rock music, it becomes real repetitive. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the same song over and over again. But he just found a different way to make the same song Mm. sound different. So, Kurt, and then, let's see, that's four,
0: five... Hey, I, hey listen. Those are all listen. Those are all great choices, but I gotta right. remind the world out there that a lot of people who are I got currently one passed. For you right so here. we gotta so throw at least one. Away. You know that I have to go a little <laughs> way just because I'm from the south.
1: You know what I mean? So he's the Jay Z of the south. Mm. But just you know mm. his 20 years plus man of mm. being, being able to out rhyme everybody, bro. And I mean, you know, everybody has their personal favorites. You think Eminem or or Jay, or you know, whoever, but to me, man, he just Holy reinvented man. rap, you know what I mean?
0: Sure, did uh, you know, it we to me, we, it, you know, when the Carter three to from like 2007 2008 to about and he gave it up, nobody was close or he gave it to, to Drake. Lil Wayne, man, nobody, he did, he did. He, he he was just yeah seriously, but he was on such a level that every new track, everything was something new. I'm talking about not you know obviously it was new, but I'm saying like you didn't know what what to expect, and but that that's what kept you as a fan engaged in his music, because he would hit you with so many different things. It was it was just unbelievable. The, those years, you know, yeah. I I could not get enough of Lil Wayne during those during those years, bro. So much fun. Man, well, my brother, I appreciate you, man. That's a wrap for episode number seven. You know, what I mean, you can definitely check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can find us on Twitter at That's a Good QPC. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. Yes, sir, appreciate man, you my brother, I appreciate on show, your man, time, I'm excited man. Thank to you see so what things for go
1: for it us, you bro. here. You know, I'm sure you got a bright future, and it's only up from here now, man. real quick man so i man, just want to be like you, know, you before, before we head, head out, man. You're the <laughs>
0: people.
1: no i'm messing with you man i you know <laughs> it's a pleasure man i appreciate the uh, <laughs> just the conversation because that's what what's, what it all starts with man is just listening to each other. i think man if we just shut the hell up for once like as a as a people and we just listen to each other man we have a way better time
0: Mm, I agree and it's going to take time but again man we it's 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 on us now and I believe that we're going to be able hey, to yes, make sir. things happen and we're going to eventually turn that corner man I believe that but I'm going to catch you soon man that's the rat, ladies and gentlemen make sure again you follow us on twitter at that's a good qpc make sure you like rate and subscribe to that's yes, a good sir. question podcast you can find us on apple Podcasts, spotify podcast and to Thanks for tuning in to That's a Good Question podcast, which is brought to you by One Audio, the power of music. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe to let your voice be heard.